We are back. Tax in the City episode 15. 15? NFL <laughs> week 13 recap, or it's still going on. Thanks, COVID. It goes on forever, ever, and the season never ends. Um, oh <laughs> I have so many comments. I know. Well, where are you right now, Lissa? I where are you recording this from? Um, I am in in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Um, oh, you're I am, fancy. I'm fancy. I am in um, the childhood bedroom of my brother's newly minted fiance. I haven't had a chance to tell you about the proposal yet. Do you want to hear the story? Um, you haven't. Tell me more. All I saw was the beautiful picture up on the like up on some horizon overlooking the ocean. So tell me more. Yes. We start hiking. We're just walking up a road, but fine. It's a hike. It's a hike. That's a Nikki hike. That's what I would do. Yeah, it's a Nikki hike. We're going and we start to realize like we don't have enough time to get there and come back. So we find this one overlook that's not Vista Geneva. And my brother and I are like, why don't we just chill here? We can hang out. It's a nice view. And she's like, no, we are getting to Vista Geneva. And we're like, okay. So we start running actively running i have a bottle of champagne a, in my back like up with, a damn hill yeah yeah we're just running to this <laughs> oh my god like we were and you're just like exploding the champagne in your yeah. in your backpack it's just yep. about to pop everywhere okay <laughs> so we get there and she's like cool two minutes for pictures you guys and so our plan all along she's a great photographer had been to like have her take pictures of me and then like from, you know, to thirst trap on my Instagram sure. or Bumble or whatever. Sure, of course. And, we always and, need those. Yeah. And then be like, oh, I'll take a few of y'all. So I do that. I was like, got her camera at the ready. She's like walking with her sunglasses. My brother gets down on one knee and she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he opens the ring box and he's just like, she's, she just like, is like, yes. And there's these other people there. They're like, they only speak Portuguese. They don't even know what's going on. She like hugs him. She's super excited. And then she's like, do I put it on? Like the ring. And I'm like, yeah, you, what? You didn't put it on originally? Like, yes, you put it on. <laughs> oh my God. And then you pull out the champagne. Did yeah. it explode everywhere from the run? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Great. Great memory. There's a cork that could have been a good memory. It's just in the Brazilian wilderness now. Uh, <laughs> oh, RIP to the Brazilian champagne yeah. cork. Um, she also, she like, right after that told my brother, she was like, oh my God, I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, that's my a sweet response. No, because she was just like, it was, she was so surprised, which is great because we really pulled off the hijink. But like, yeah, the, the Michigan she, not she sounded like she was running some shit. She was like running a tight ship that day, and then all of a sudden <laughs> she, she was, was like, and then the she got her ass with a yeah. ring in her face. <laughs> yeah, had to go back to a work meeting. <laughs> she just got proposed. Oh to shit! And I had to go oh back to like God. a content strategy meeting. <laughs> That's very sweet and love it, but maybe we talk about football now. I know, sorry, I'm sorry. That was a really long story. Like... But yeah, so catch me up on the games this weekend because I, I like I, I obviously didn't watch most of them. I did right. wear a Texans hat on my hike in support of my poor Texans. Um, Congratulations. Well, they lost in I case know. you didn't look up any scores. Did I looked um, it up. And I'm just, I'm sorry, I keep looking because it's 49er Bill Gate, Bill's game on right now and they keep showing uh, Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> Distracted by he's the hurt, hot man. But typical. He's delicious. 
Um, <laughs> no, I think the 49ers just scored. So they're up seven, nothing. And, um, newsflash, the, uh, Washington Redskins have now beat the previously undefeated Steelers. So <laughs> take that Roger Goodell. Yeah. You can't let them go winless. You can't keep paying Mike Tomlin back for all whatever wrongs you've done to him in your past life. They just lost the Washington sacks. Good. No, so, Washington sacks. So games this weekend. Let's see. There were some interesting ones, some kickers. Maybe we'll start with your game, which actually the, um, so the Colts Texans game was really good in the first half. Yeah. I it was, was it, yeah. I'd heard it was kind of a shootout. Yeah. It was a shootout. I was watching that game at home. It was like one scored, the other scored They're right, right on top of each other. End of the half, something like the highest scoring first half of the season. Like it was oh. just an offensive battle. Yeah. Second half of the game, a total of two points were scored. Wow. Okay. The whole game went off the rails. So the whole entire game went off the rails. It wasn't just Deshaun Watson, contrary to the text message I received comparing him to Cam Newton. No, no, Um, no. Give me that. (laughs) Give me that phone number. I'm texting that man right now. That is absolute trash. I am not on board with that message. And I, there is no comparison. The fact that you could even remotely compare that puts you on my blacklist i don't have a blacklist i'm starting it just for you wow you hate cam newton almost as much as i do <laughs> no i hate the comparison of the one and only amazing deshaun watson to a washed up piece of trash who can't even tell his ass from his elbow and is basically illiterate where did you get illiterate from? Well, because Deshaun Watson wrote a book, so it was just kind of like the like showing how far apart they are. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, Deshaun Watson has approximately zero receivers anymore. Oh, yeah. It's like and... negative two receivers. He has a guy that we thought was gonna be good like three years ago, and then a guy they pulled up from the practice squad who had a hey, hundred. Don't get me pull up from the practice practice hey, squad BS. You covered that last week. I love that man. Also, I was really sad to see him just sitting in the box. Like, they should have at least let him on the field again. Anyway. Oh, I was I was happy he even got to go to Kansas City. Like, they yeah. even they let him travel with the team. Yeah, I guess. I thought that was nice. Yeah, it's nice. They have no use for him anymore. I know. But he's, he really tried to step up and complete his one pass. He did. No, <laughs> he was a, like, great man. Love him for it. By the way, we're talking about Kendall Hinton. The pseudo quarterback from last week's Broncos game. Okay. Yes. Back to the non-receivers on the Texans. Yeah. That's, that's uh, the old Chad Hansen, who is the practice squad guy who came up. Um, And CeCe Kikuti. I don't know. The coolest (laughs) name in football. Kikuti. It's Kiki. (laughs) Kiki Kiki. Kiki Kikuti. Best name in football. I'm I'm saying it. Calling it now. Kiki Kikuti. You couldn't even say it right. Now you're calling it the best Well, correct. Because it... It wasn't in front of me, so I, I knew it was something. I know. He, had, he had a couple of breakout games last year and then kind of went kind of quiet. But now with Will Fuller out for doping, yay. Good good job. No, Everybody wondered Solid how he job. got that much better. Uh, well, now steroids is your it answer. Was, it was Bill. It was, a, it was Bill O'Brien. Didn't yeah, you know? he's probably shooting him in the ass with his steroids, like unwillingly. Like, <laughs> Will's like, no, no, not no, Bill. <laughs> Bill's like, we need this. We've got to win somehow. I ditched DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. Yeah. Take the fucking steroids. Yeah, DeAndre wouldn't take the steroids. <laughs> That's why he got traded. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> to be fair, this is not based on any fact. We, we know are nothing. Joking. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know something. But... Uh, okay. Well, oh so okay. that was a highly disappointing end to the game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what was super exciting, though, was that the Jets finally fired a coach. Yeah, well, also but, that game, they almost won. And I had some oh, frantic texts about how wait, they I, could not I win. I had some frantic texts, too. I had some frantic texts, too, and I don't think they were from the same person. <laughs> like, did you just see that? I was like, no, I don't have Sunday ticket. I'm sorry. Um, but when I looked it up, it was, it sounded pretty intense. So the Jets almost beat the Raiders. I know, that like would have been the, great. The it's Raiders have great. gone off the deep end. Uh, yeah, Last we, week they lose miserably, and this week they almost lose to the Jets. Like I know, like three well, weeks ago, well, we're like, oh my God, they're contenders. Like they're, you know, they're challenging the Chiefs. They're not just going to roll over. And then they're like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> they're rolling over. And they're and like, now, we're going to get, who do, I'm so bad at this. Who did they lose to last week? They like got completely blown out. Um, Anyway, and then they almost lose to the Jets. They allow the Jets to score 28 points, which I guess. They lost to the Falcons, 43-6. Well, that's a pretty big blowout from the Falcons. Yeah. Although the Falcons got too close to the Saints. I know. The Falcons Falcons are making a resurgence. They're not, no, they're still like 40. <laughs> they're not doing shit this year. Um, well, it's apparently it's an AFC West trend to allow the Jets to score 28 points because the Chargers did it oh. and now the Raiders did it. I'm pretty sure the Broncos allowed them at least, I don't know, 16 to 20 points. So did the Chargers just, even oh. score this week? Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, mm. poor Herbert. That's a tough team. I know, and I had him starting on my fantasy league, and he had been doing pretty good until this yeah. game, which, yeah. um, wait a minute, hold on. You're getting me off topic. I was I'm talking sorry. about what? the Jets firing a coach, but, okay. but it's not the one we expected. No, but he's going to get fired. That Adam Gates would get fired, but in, alas, he decides to fire his defensive coordinator for throwing away the game you know or calling an all-out blitz on the last game the last play of the game and allowing for a hail mary yeah he really was committing to that trevor lawrence pick okay the defense he was committing fa- was like we the fans are win. calling him a hero yeah he is right? a hero in the jets in the jets society that man is a game. hero <laughs> he's like nah adam i've got the gameplay under control here's what we got to do we've got to lose this game (laughs) yeah exactly well because did the jags end up winning against the vikings no right and because they could win if the jags won that game was was close i think i didn't watch it it went yeah it went into overtime but they didn't shit okay Mm -hmm. so yeah they still had to lose so really he's a hero the hero of the nfl but yet he lost his job yeah that's just classic deflection. It's just Gase like putting off the inevitable of him getting fired as well. I know, but it's like the less bad teams are firing their coaches. Why the hell isn't the Jets owner firing Gase? I am just, I'm shocked that uh, man still has. He's a job. waiting. He's waiting for that old guy to come out of retirement. The guy Which who one? coached the Steelers for a long time, Cower. 
There's oh, there's rumors about that's him coming right. out. Yeah, he's just fighting his mm-hmm. time, basically. Well, he's he's like openly said, "I'm I'm up for the challenge." Like, okay, like, are you up to come Not in bro. like toward the end of the season, like right now ish? Like, are you now is now right, that, that <laughs> that's like saying I'm up for the challenge to take on the Browns? Whoa, <laughs> my ex boyfriend. I mean, I guess. <laughs> He he did. Maybe they weren't as bad then. No, they, they were bad. kind of coming back, but still, yeah. they'll never they'll never be a, a contending team. Um. Anyway, I'm just I cannot believe week after week the Jets continue to disappoint, and yet I'm still got his job. I know. I can't believe when the that week comes. Yeah, I can't believe we'll week celebrate. After week, what are you saying? We, yeah, I can't believe we continue to care about the Jets. I never would have thought I would have known this much about the Jets in my entire life. <laughs> oh my God, same. What's wrong? It's because we have friends. Who I know. Care. You have we care about, care about our, our friends' friend teams. Yeah, except the Patriots. Mm-hmm. We. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's never gonna happen. You're up. <laughs> that will never ever happen. Sorry, friends. Sorry, Boston friends. No, um, and, Patriots, and California so... friends. Yeah. Okay. What happened with the Patriots Why? this week? Why California friends? Who who I, in California are Patriots fans? Moni and Kyle. Remember how sad Emma was when uh, when the Eagles won oh, the yeah, Super Bowl? We, oh she yes. crying because Tom Brady lost. It was so cute. This well, is our like six year old friend. <laughs> well, our couple friend who has a six year old who is obsessed with Tom Brady cried when he lost the Super Bowl, and yet I think we laughed and we were just still like screaming Eagles chants and had we didn't no laugh at her. Well, we had no sympathy for the six-year-old who was upset no. the Patriots lost. We didn't. We also were dressing her 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 younger baby sister in Eagles yeah. hats and we've, sending pictures we, to their yeah, Patriots we've talked, parents. We talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that on the podcast with our Super Bowl travel weekend group. Yeah, but yeah, so that's what I was talking about in terms of um, fan fans that we don't fan friends that we don't support, but. That we don't support. Well, because we will never support the Patriots yeah. or Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. So speaking about uh, the okay, Patriots. Eagles. Patriots. Oh, okay. What about the Patriots? I didn't watch the Patriots uh, game at all. I didn't pay any attention to it. I Nobody didn't really watched. watch it, but I was following the score and was like, oh, Cam Newton's playing like he's about to lose his job, which he was, except he still doesn't, he still can't throw because sure, the man got two running touchdowns. But let me read you his stats from a quarterback. Okay. 12 for 19, 69 yards, mm-hmm. one touchdown. Wow. J- J- Jason Jarrett Stidham, Jarrett. whatever, Jarrett. their second. Uh, Jarrett Audie. Stidham, your BFF. Yeah, I wish. Uh, he came in because they were up 38 to zero. So he mm-hmm. came in for the la- end of the fourth quarter. His stats, 61 yards and one touchdown. Almost was- as good as Cam Newton. Yeah, which is a throwing touchdown, I'm sure, because he's not a runner. Jeez. Well, no, Cam Cam got one throwing touchdown, but then Cam got two running touchdowns. Oh, okay. He had he had three. I'm just saying Cam yeah. was more of a running back in this game than an actual quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's so, like, kind of he all still he is sucks. Right yeah. Right. What do you think he's, would he's happen? Still a terrible starter. Why don't they do something like the Saints and put Stidham at quarterback and Cam at running back? He's enormous for a run. He's enormous for as a human. He would be an enormous running back. He's faster than a lot of running backs. Why didn't they try like some sort of like, like Taysom Hill? Shoot? I don't know, but they really should because 
watching Taysom Hill was magical. Like it's, it was fun to watch him when Drew Brees was the starter, but I honestly feel like that was the most genius thing that Sean Payton could have done because Taysom Hill is now forced to be a starter with Drew Brees out and he looks so comfortable. Yeah. He, it like killed it. He got his first throwing touchdown. He is just like, he had to over 250 completed yards. Yeah. Like badass. the man was great. And it's probably because he's had a ton of experience. And so it yeah. wasn't like rookie nerve. Well, not he was not a rookie, but it's not like new starter nerves. Totally. So I commend Sean Payton because he's got himself a good backup in Taysom Hill. I don't know if yeah. he's a lasting starting quarterback, but the fact that he's been so involved in the offense up until this yeah. point, I think has set him up. Well, but and I think to take over as the starter. Yeah, totally. And I actually think that, like, from what he said, he relishes that sort of, like, utility role. So, like, he doesn't necessarily want to be the starting quarterback, particularly while Drew Brees is playing, because he gets to, like, have fun and play all over the field. Like, that's super fun for a stellar athlete like that. Oh, I'm sure it is. But it's also prepared him for in time of need. And also... Drew Brees doesn't have many more years left in him. So, no. like, they've got to figure something out for the future. And yeah. I don't think it's uh, Jameis Winston. No. <laughs> Interception king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there goes Sean Payton just being a genius again. Mm-hmm. And I'm jealous because Broncos don't have that and neither do the Texans. We don't need it. We have Deshaun Watson. We, and he's healthy. He just oh, needs a receiver let, or seven. Uh, uh, Deshaun Watson is, I don't know. I just, I don't think he's a Josh Allen. I don't think he's a Russell Wilson. I think he's decent, but I don't know if he's a. He's an all-star. He literally is made. Champion. Nick, he has made something out of literally nothing this season. Like he, they traded away. Something, he's still four and eight. Yeah, but he still he still won four games. He should have won zero. Any other quarterback would have won zero when given literally no receivers. They traded like the guys we've traded for are a hundred years old. Oh, we didn't have to trade for them because they came off our practice squad. So we just had to like <laughs> pay them two dollars. Like <laughs> we like he he's like playing with yeah. his JUCO squad. He's like literally I know. put a JUCO squad in the NFL and still won four games. Like, yeah, but look at how many teams we can say that about. Oh, weird! I forgot that San Francisco's playing in Arizona. <gasps> That's right, because they had whatever California. We can't. California won't let them play a contact sport. Oh my gosh, sorry, that was weird. I was like Arizona. What am I, I watching? I can't with California right now. I have to go there soon. We're gonna bypass that conversation. Yeah. Um, okay. A few other quick highlights. So okay. the Seahawks lost to the Giants <laughs> and not just the Giants, Colt McCoy leading the Giants. You know um, what? Well, well, Texans resurgence. Well, Texan boy. Yeah. Texans are having a great year. <laughs> Texan boy coming in and, and taking over. Giants will probably make the playoffs with their whole like five and seven record right now. But, you know, Washington just came out with a win against the Steelers. Amazing. So if they can win the rest of their games, it might be another another uh, battle in, in the NFC East. But sorry, Eagles, yeah. you're out of it. Yeah, I don't think the Eagles are going to win it anymore with a losing record. Um, <laughs> I will say it was very exciting to watch Jalen Hurts finally come in because yeah. Carson Wentz has been absolute trash the last yeah. couple of games. 
And our Eagles fans friends like to blame it on the line, but I'm sorry, Jalen comes in and does okay. Does he do stellar? No, but the guy is still a rookie, but he completes more passes, like looks better, looks like he is commanding the, the offense a bit. And our, our group text is like, oh, they're just showing up to play for him. I was like, oh, and they don't show up to play for Carson. Carson's a great guy. Carson's got a lot of things to want to show up for. Why is yeah. it that we're just showing the rookie that we care for him and we don't want him to get hurt? We want to make him look good. Yeah. Like, not a good excuse. Carson is out. Maybe there's something to that, though, because they showed up for um, Nick Foles, too. And, you know, like, like they, like maybe they're, that just maybe tells they, me they hate Carson. Maybe Carson's I know. a dick in the locker room. That's what I'm saying. That's counter to your argument. Your argument's that Carson, like, they, they, they would show up for Carson, too. I'm saying maybe they're not. Maybe they're like, eh, fuck that guy. The actual team. Do we really think that NFL players would be that petty? I mean, fuck yeah. I mean, really? I don't think it's petty at that point. I think it's like, you either have team cohesion or you don't. And that's why they talk so much about like locker room and locker room environment. And like, like not to beat a dead horse, but that's like allegedly one of the reasons DeAndre Hopkins was traded is because he had too much influence in the locker room. Right. And so if there, if there's a negative vibe in a locker room or like your quarterback is insecure or something like that, that's going to, your whole team's going to feed off that. That's how team sports work. And that's how, that's why there, you know, it's really hard and why like, it's so interesting when a team wins multiple Super Bowls because like the magic secret sauce that goes into the team cohesion that goes into winning close games and actually like making it happen with all the personalities, all the plays, all the, like everything else going on is just so crazy. And so I think, yeah, it could. It makes me wonder about the Patriots because Bill Belichick is no like, soft like warm and fuzzy dude who is wanting you know team cohesion and and brady too brady's like fuck you i just lost to you i'm not shaking your hand like yeah who wants to play for such a poor sport well poor sport is one thing but like i've i've also read that belichick is like a pretty big hard ass right like so he's pretty much like my way or the highway you do it this one way you don't do it your own way you do it my way and so that creates a certain set of cohesion because you've all agreed to like live by that code. You've all agreed Fair. to his rules. Or you're and, all in hell because you have to follow his rules. Sure, but then you're in hell together and that's a bonding experience, right? Like, and, and so I think there's a, like, that consistency is really important in creating a team bond. True. And you're with your brother who also got pulled off the street to come be a wide receiver that Bill was like, <laughs> hey, you, you got muscles. Come play for my team. <laughs> he does like brothers. Oh. oh my God. Okay. Well, you might have a point there. And now I think the latest prophecy that we are sharing is that oh. Carson Wentz is insecure and is maybe going <laughs> to lose his job and that nobody wants to play for him. And I'm so I'm curious to hear what our Eagles fans friends are going to say once they listen to this. I can't wait for those text messages. Carson Wentz is insecure. That's, that's our main takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, so I think that's maybe a great segue into Nikki is not insecure because her bumble no, stats no. are booming. Oh, my bumble stats are booming. My yeah. bumble stats are fire. I sent you a pretty hilarious text. It last was great. Week. I read so it. Aloud. We all know this. I'm not a bumbler. I stick to the hinge. She's I like your, the hinge. Changing her tune. Um, I feel like <laughs> I have 
I, I feel like I have more success on the hinge because, well, now I'm like, oh, Bumble. Okay, Bumble, you're showing up. So I sent Lisa a text while she was in Brazil um, that said, I've been dabbling in some Bumble. Hold on, I still haven't found it. Uh, my text message said, okay, so I've been dabbling in the Bumble the last few days and I have some outstanding stats to report. 100% response rate. This is unheard of in Bumble. (laughs) Bumble is always, we say, like about a 20% response rate. Yeah. So you just have to shoot all your shots and be like, all right, Mm -hmm. who's the lucky one that's going to respond? No, Mm -hmm. I got a 100% response rate. I got two selfies in an afternoon. Oh. Why? Unsure. I did not ask for anything, but I had two men being like, look at me. It's me. Like, okay, (laughs) cool. And I got three requests to hang out that weekend. Wow. Did you hang out with anyone? No, I did not. <laughs> I I stopped responding because, again, this is why I'm not good at, at the apps because I just get, it's like too much effort and I don't want to keep putting it in. So also, it's cuffing season and I'm just not into the cuffing right now. Okay, let's hang in I with had the to cuff. Ex- I had to explain cuffing season. To the traveler. No, to the group that I'm with right now. To my oh, brother's when did you do that? fiance. Oh, because of my text? Of your text. Yeah. So okay, will okay, you okay. explain to the listeners cuffing season? Well, I also had to Google it because I was talking about it over Thanksgiving with my cousin that I was with. And they were like, where did that come from? Handcuffing? I was like, no, that's aggressive. Turns out it did come from handcuffing. Yeah, of course it because did. Because <laughs> the weather's getting cold. People are wanting to combat the cold, loneliness, depression. They can't do anything. So it says, okay, precisely. When parsed down, it is simply a social construct, partly manufactured from holiday stress and partly biological, that pushes single people into relationships for the winter months. So holiday stress, loneliness, cold weather. Hasn't all of 2020 been a cuffing season? Not because of the weather necessarily, but the loneliness factor. Maybe. Yeah, I described it to my brother and Stephanie as like, it's been, it gets cold outside and you just want to snuggle up with someone. But then as soon as the weather gets nice, you're like, aha, spring fling season. (laughs) But so like, yeah, yeah, with COVID, yeah, but with COVID, you're right. There's no like spring fling season around the corner. Well, I mean, maybe there is apparently someday, but. Because we can't, yeah. The whole whole thing about the weather is it's nice out. You go out more, meet more people. But COVID, we haven't technically been able to do that theoretically early on but yeah so I yeah I think like but it's crazy to me that like people say cuffing season because like it's also holiday season like you have to go meet people's families you gotta buy gifts buy presents seems like like, a lot more be dates to holiday parties where you're meeting all the co-workers like that's a lot more pressure yeah and then you gotta explain shit if they're not around the next time like last last right, year, with, I took a guy to a holiday party, and my the CEO of the company was like, "Oh, I met you at a party earlier this year," and I was like, oh, "No, different guy." <laughs> Perfectly describes our love lives. Yeah, it does. So, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I personally don't get it. Like the holiday season is the last time that I want to settle down. Cause also it's my birthday in December. So <laughs> then I got to deal with all of that too. Yeah. Um, it is, it's my birthday in two days. 
Yeah. I, do I, am I that excited? No, because I never remember how old I'm turning. I, feel I know like that's kind of a problem. Are you stressed about turning any age that you are that you don't know what it is? <laughs> no, I'm not because I thought I was turning one year above I'm at what I'm actually turning. So really, it's a <laughs> gift because I've been telling people I'm turning 34, but I'm only turning 33. So this is Hot great. Dog. <laughs> great news. <laughs> Pleasant surprise. <laughs> Um, okay, cuffing season. So yeah. I've never been into it. Have you ever been cuffed? I don't think you're necessarily a cuffing season kind of person. Have <laughs> you been cuffed? Are like you? Some, do you like, want to settle down come like October, November? No, that's what I just said. Like, I don't understand it. Um, oh yeah. Okay. I mean, Have you been cuffed? I don't think so. I've had people like, you know, like try to attach themselves to me, but I don't think it was related to holiday season. <laughs> um the only thing I can think of is old people come out of the woodwork around. Oh, I was reading. Okay. I remember okay. how at the beginning of quarantine you started <laughs> yeah, you started getting like ex-boyfriend texts and like ex-fleeing texts, and you're like, yep. what? Because nobody was meeting anyone new. I feel like there's a second wave of that happening because we heard from a man we've discussed on this podcast named Trouble. We have who Oh, I have not finally heard from in six months. And he found me not on my cellular telephone, <laughs> but on WhatsApp. I am using WhatsApp for work. And this man saw me be active on there with my new job and was like, did you die? <laughs> That's right. He was probably like, oh, maybe she's not responding because she moved abroad. Let me try WhatsApp. She doesn't have anymore no bro that's not how it works you don't get to stalk a girl track her down on every single social media outlet that's out there no sir goodbye you are the weakest link goodbye i would get off whatsapp but i literally can't now because i literally use it for work <laughs> you can turn off you can turn off the thing that shows when you're last active Ooh, I so that he that. doesn't know that you're using it. So he's not I also like, don't oh, give hello. A I don't give a shit if he knows or not, but. Well, as you should, <laughs> the man's nickname is Trouble. He's been Trouble for the last three and a half years. Oh, gosh. Um, so that's your only cuffing. I, would, I thought you were going to say, because you've also heard from someone else that we've spoken to about on this podcast that you met in a little city called <gasps> New Orleans. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, he has also her. come back into the the mix. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He's responded to a couple of my Instagram posts in the last couple of months, but most recently one here and was like, "Oh, where are you?" And I was like, "Rio." Like it's ta- the location. It's tagged. Yeah, to, to, yeah. Just take one extra tap, buddy. You took the extra tap to slide into my DM. If you really want to know, all you got to do is hit the location. What? I mean, to be fair, two years ago this time, I was meeting his family, so. <laughs> My God, woman. Cuffing season. Maybe his he, mom's he asking about into it. Maybe his mom's like, oh, do you think that was cuffing? Was I cuff? Absolutely. You went to meet his family over Christmas, and oh. you knew him for one month, because we met him in November. I knew him for three days Cuffed. at that point, but yeah, like in person. But yeah, yeah. No, okay. You're right. I was cuffed. How about that? Yeah, you were. I don't think I've ever been cuffed. I probably have. I just don't remember. Oh, the the uh, purple shirt. That maybe was a cuffing. Eh, 
because I met, I'm, we met in, in, in November. We met in yeah. November. We cupping. Yeah, yeah. And then we broke up. Oh my gosh. He broke up with me after Valentine's mm. Day because he there felt bad breaking up with me on Valentine's. So he took me out for, for dinner. And then like two days yeah. later was like, yeah, I know you don't want to be with me anymore. And I don't think this is working. So, and I was you like, got cuffed. wait, oh my God, I got, I, got, I got cuffed in Aspen too. I started dating a guy on Halloween and I broke up with him after Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so, a total rebound wait, though. <laughs> and the charts that you sent me about cuffing season are hilarious. I'm going to pull are. one. We'll up. have to post okay. one. I'll post one. Yeah, we'll, po- we'll post one on the stories. But it, the, the uh, unofficial cuffing season timeline is my favorite because it's literally a hand drawing. <laughs> and it's so true. <laughs> it reminds me of the crazy hot matrix, which maybe we can talk about on another episode. Yeah. Because that's pretty funny too. Um, okay. Is there anything that, it, is there a cuffing equivalent to football, I wonder? So I had a couple of ideas, but they just aren't as funny as I was hoping they'd be. <laughs> so, like, this uh, isn't a warning in advance season that equivalent. it's not funny. <laughs> okay, go ahead. God damn it. I just do that to myself. <laughs> uh, cuffing season equivalents equal, actually the opposite, firing head coaches before the end of the season. Well, so we're going to decuff our head coach because he sucks. So we're going to give ourselves time to find a new one. Okay. Well, so here's the thing. Or test out a new one in an interim style. Yeah. Maybe cuffing season in the NFL is just a different season. So you cuff from like August to December. And then in December, you're like, oops, I need like, I need my freedom because I need to set myself up for next year. So that's when you decuff. Yeah, you're like, hey, we're going to try to make the playoffs from August to November. Yeah. And then when you are 4-8, like our teams, yeah. then you're like, oh, okay, well, fuck you, Mr. Coach. Uh, you're out. Yeah. And we're going to figure out how we're going to make the playoffs in a year. Yeah, totally. That's right. So okay. NFL does have a cuffing I'm season. Okay, so we've learned that the NFL has a cuffing season. We definitely know that dating has a cuffing season. And we're going to wrap it up here because Lissa just lost her internet all the way out in Brazil. And so I don't have her anymore. So thank you guys for listening, um, for showing up and being here, even while we are a freaking continent apart. Find us on Instagram at Saks and the City Pod. I am at Nikki is awesome. And Lissa is at Life In. We will see you next week for another exciting week in the NFL and our dating lives. All right. Bye.